Hey, welcome to the official podcast of St. Luke Amy Church located in Garland, Texas. I am Pastor Amos St. John. And I am Pastor Jasmine St. John. We are the lead pastors of St. Luke Garland. And we're so excited that you have decided to listen to this podcast. Listen, we pray that the message you are about to hear will bless you right where you are. If you want to know any more information about our church, you can visit us at org. Now, get ready for the word. Christ alone, our cornerstone. Father, we thank you for this moment to just worship you in spirit and truth, God. Thank you for being our strength when we're weak, God. Thank you for being stability, consistency. Thank you for being our provider, the way maker, God. Thank you for being our light in the midst of darkness. We praise you. We worship you in spirit and truth today. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. What a day. What a day. This is the day that our God has made. We have come together to rejoice and be glad in it. St. Luke, I am so happy to be here with you on this fifth Sunday. Ah, Can you believe it? We made it to the fifth Sunday of the first month of the new year, 2021. That's alone. That's a testimony. That's a praise report. You made it. You made it this far. It's been tough. Yes, we still dealing with the residue of 2020, but I see a bright future. I see the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm telling you, last week we talked about no, so, grow, go. I mean, last week our church's 94th church anniversary was a blast. Oh, my gosh. I'm thankful that God has really just blessed us here at St. Luke. Garland. I'm telling you, me and Pastor Jasmine been praying for each and one of you. We are excited uh, to see what God is going to do in this blessed place. Ah, let's go into our Bibles. Okay, let's go. Let's get into the word. I got something to share with you. It's it's in Philippians, uh, the third chapter, uh, verses starting verses 13. Okay, Philippians, the third chapter, starting in verse 13. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation. It says, no, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it. But I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. Verse 14, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. My God, my God. You know, we talked about moving forward. We talk about this vision forward, forward, forward. And in order for this vision to come to pass, it requires the forward movement, you know, and constant improvement, consistent improvement requires consistent movement. I'm telling you, we talked about that, you know, but some of us can't can't move forward because uh, something is holding us back. We talking about moving forward. OK, let's move forward. But some of us are like, eh, I'm good here. And the question I ask is, what's holding you back? What is holding some of us back? Is it church hurt? Is it family hurt? Is it a rejection? Is it an abuse? Is it some kind of uh, lack of self-awareness, not sure where you are in life? Uh, Maybe it's unforgiveness. Yeah, yeah. I want to stay right there. I want to deal with the weight of unforgiveness. That's a tough one, y'all. I'm going to deal with the weight of unforgiveness. 
Because if we don't deal with the weight of unforgiveness, it'll be difficult for us to move forward. <sighs> I was reading a book uh, by Dr. Tony Evans entitled Detours. And I want to share this excerpt that I read. It, it really stuck out to me. It deals with unforgiveness. It says, unforgiveness is that one thing above all else that will block God's movement in your life, taking you from where you are to where you're supposed to go. When you hang on to the weight of yesterday, it will hinder the progress to tomorrow. I'm going to say that again. When you hang on to the weight of yesterday, it will hinder the progress to tomorrow. See, it says again, unforgiveness is the critical area that must be addressed if you are going to reach your destiny. Are you ready to reach your destiny? That's, are you ready? But it's going to require to address that weight. Of unforgiveness. It's going to be it's going to require to address some of that hurt, that rejection, that disappointment of yesterday. God wants us to move forward. But before we move forward, we got to lay aside every weight. My God, my God, my God. How many of us are ready to get out that rut? Listen, I've gone through seasons where I was in a rut. Nothing could get me out of that rut, no matter what it was. I can drink my favorite uh, uh, coffee or latte or eat my favorite Krispy Kreme donut or whatever it was. It still didn't get me out that rut. Yes, I, I go through a depression. I go through a little unproductivity. I go through all that. But how many of us have been stuck in that rut, no matter what? This is the time to move forward. Yes. We're entering a new season. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Yes, we can blame it on a pandemic, but it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to come to an end one day soon. And we have to be ready to move forward, y'all. We have to be ready to move forward. You know what? Let's talk about moving forward. Let's talk about this weight that is holding us back of, uh, from moving forward. What areas in your life does unforgiveness affect? It affects your past. It affects your, your present. It affects your future. Those are the three areas I can say it, it affects your past, your, your present and your future. If you've gone through uh, some um, some some issues in your past, it affects your future, your present and, and, and it holds you back from your future. You know, I've gone through some personal experiences where I've gone through some disappointments. I remember in high school, my, you know, I, you know, I, I remember I, I had my first girlfriend. I thought I, I mean, I thought I made it. Let me tell you, that relationship lasted 24 hours. The next day she dumped me. I was so sad. I was so disappointed. Thank God, because I met Pastor Jasmine. You know what? You know, <laughs> let me stop. I'm joking. But seriously, yes, I was disappointed. I was stuck in a rut. I was, I was like, what did I do? Did I do something wrong? And then I was a little teenage. I didn't know any better. But I'm telling you, let's talk about Joseph. He was a young lad showing off his culture, his brothers. His brothers got jealous, mad, found a way and sold him to slavery. Your own brothers betrayed you. Then here he goes trying to do his thing at Potiphar's house. And all of a sudden he gets accused of sexual misconduct. Yes, Potiphar's wife made passes at him and he was focused on the vision that God has placed on him. He was focused on his mission. And he said no. And he still got in trouble. He could have been bitter from that. Thrown to prison. Falsely accused. 
had every reason to be unproductive. Joseph had every reason to be bitter. Joseph had every reason to hold that weight of unforgiveness in his shoulder. But he, he let it go. He focused on the vision. He was a dreamer and he believed that, you know what? God is going to get the glory out of this. No matter how hard it is, he's going to get the glory out of it. He was flawed, but he was favored. Come on. Joseph was flawed, but he still was favored. Come on. Say, I am flawed, but I'm still favored. Come on. Put it in the comments. I am flawed, but I am still favored by God. My God, Joseph, I'm telling you, he had every right to be mad. He had every right to just hold back and be unproductive and depressed. But he held on and realized I am still favored by God. Flaws and all. <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, you've experienced in your past maybe a betrayal or rejection, you know, and, and, and your present, you've chosen not to commit because of your past rejections and disappointment. You've chosen not to, uh, 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 to, to commit to anyone or anything. Or you've chosen not to serve at a church or serve in any capacity because something happened at the church that, that you know, that or someone offended you or somebody took advantage of you. We, we get it. It's, it's tough. It is tough. But God can heal you. How many know that God can heal you from your past hurts and rejections? You can be free from it all. Now and in the future, you won't commit to nothing. You are not doing nothing because of your unproductivity in your present. You have failed to move forward because you're stuck. You're scared. You're scarred. But God loves you. He's, he loves you. It says right here, Isaiah 41, verses 9. It says, I took you from the ends of the earth, from its farthest corners, I called you. I said, you are my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. What? God said it. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. Verse 10. So do not fear. Let me encourage you again. Verse 10, it says, so do not fear. I am with you. God said it for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. The hurt. The disappointment, the disgrace, the rejection, the depression, it hurt you. It held you down. You quit. You walked away. You won't move forward. You don't want to you don't want to do nothing. But this year, I declare healing, supernatural healing over your life, your mind, your body, your spirit. So you can walk in the favor of God. It's time to be healed, my friend. It's time for you to move forward. That weight is time to let it go. Why is it important to let it go? That's, that's my question to you. Why is it important to deal with the unforgiveness in your life? Because he whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Freedom. That's why. It brings freedom. When you address those weights and issues from your past. It frees you so you can walk in the confidence in your present. And so you can focus on what's ahead in your future. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, 
just a couple of years ago, I, I went through a, a severe, uh, you know, bout of depression where, you know, I felt like just giving up on God. Yes, I, I was there. I was like, and it, it was dealt from a, an, an issue from a church. And so I was like, if this could happen in God's church, then I don't know. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just going to sit over here and not be bothered. I don't want to serve in no capacity. I don't want to play at no church. I don't want to even sit and read nobody's Bible. I was hurt because, yeah, it was severe. It was severe. I was to the point where I was like, I don't want to do music again. I'm going to find a regular job and do and, 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 and just quit the last 25 years of work. I just, I just want to let it go. Forget it. Just throw it away. I was hurt. I was bleeding. I was depressed. Then God pushed me to look in the mirror and said, you're bleeding, Amos. And you're not just bleeding, but you're bleeding in front of your family. You're bleeding in front of your child. Then it hit me. I was like, wow. It is one thing to bleed in, in your own little corner. And when I mean bleeding, I'm, I'm not talking literally. I'm just talking uh, uh, figuratively. Bleeding in front of your family. And I said, you know, what? I don't want to bleed no more. I'm hurting. Yes, yes, I, I feel down. I'm depressed. I want to be healed. I want to move forward. I want to be healed from this because I no longer want to bleed on my wife. I don't want to bleed on my child. And when I'm in my bleeding, that depression, it seeps all over the, in your environment. That, 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 that rejection, that hurt. When you walk around hurt, it just seeps all over your environment. You, you're just negative. You're pessimistic. You're just, you're just bitter. And I had that all over my, my countenance and it was bleeding all over my household. And I said, you know what? I don't want my child growing up in this bitterness. I don't want my wife uh, uh, being affected by this bitterness. So I'm going to address it. So it's time for you to address it. Yes. You're bleeding all over your household. You're bleeding all over your job. You're bleeding all over your, your, your environment. You're hurting. You're, dis you're dejected. You're rejected. You're, you're forgot you've forgotten who God is and what he is going to do and what he can do. You've just totally abandoned it. But it's time for you to come back. Come on. Come on. It's time for you to come back and be healed. It's time for you to be back and be set free because he whom the son sets free is free indeed. So stop the bleed. It's time for you to be healed. Let go of that weight. Address your past so you can walk confidently in your present so you can see clearly your future. It's a process now. I'm not telling y'all it's going to happen in a snap of a finger. It's, it takes a process. Yes, I had to get some help outside of just the spiritual help of, 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 of prayer and fasting and seeking God, but I had to see a therapist. Yeah, I did see a therapist. Yes, I seen a licensed professional therapist to address those issues. Because yes, there's some things God can do. God can do it all, but he also has equipped others to also help. <laughs> licensed professional folk. Get the help. Be healed. Stop bleeding. I'm so glad I did that. Because I was I was just that that negativity was sleeping all over my household. That spirit of depression, that spirit of oppression. It was bad, y'all. But I was so glad that I recognized it and got rid of the, the, the weight, the dead weight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now I can walk with a clear sense of purpose. You know, you know, I, 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 I can love my enemies. I can love folk who despitefully use and abuse me. That's a tough thing because there's some nasty folk out there. There's some some bad folk out there who who are out here to do you harm. 
But God says you are to love him. It says it right there, you know, uh, in Ephesians 4, verses 32, and it says in the New Living Translations, instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. What? So you mean I got to forgive that person who's cussed me out? You mean I got to forgive that person who's did road rage and, and threw me a, a, an, a, an unexcusable finger? And you yes, God says, forgive them as I, through Christ, has forgiven you. Yeah, that's tough. That forgive is like, you know, Michael, Pastor Michael Todd talked about, you know, the, uh, the, two, the two letters, F and U, forgive you and forgiveness university. It's, I'm telling you, it's a tough thing. People are holding on to this unforgiveness and it's weighing them and it's, they're bleeding. They're seeping all over here. But I'm telling you, once you learn to love your enemies and love your neighbor as Christ loves you, as you, as you love yourself, in Matthew 6, uh, verse 14 and 15, in the KJV, it says, uh, 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 you know, if you forgive for ye, if you forgive men their trespasses, uh, your heavenly father will also forgive you. Uh, but if ye forgive not their trespasses, neither will your father forgive yours. Whew. Now, I don't say that's petty, but, you know, that guy will say, if you're not going to forgive your brothers, I ain't going to forgive you. But if you forgive them, then I will forgive you. Now, God is gracious. God loves you unconditionally. So his grace is going to be sufficient. I'm telling you. But, you know, that word trespass, uh, you know, it means overstepping boundaries. How many have experienced, especially now in this pandemic, people who overstep their boundaries, especially you. Hey, hey, you, you passed six feet. You're overstepping your boundaries. That's trespassing. (laughs) How many people has, has done that in, in your life? How many people has done that in your space? How many has done that in, in your job or your school or in, in something very uh, dear to you who've trespassed? It says that in the word, forgive them your trespasses so your heavenly father will also forgive you. Now, if you don't, the heavenly father will not forgive your trespasses. My God, someone has offended you. I've dealt with offenses. How many of us has dealt with offenses? And but as there is a biblical way of addressing offenses, people who have offended you, have hurt you. There is a way to address it. That freedom, man, I listen, I cannot emphasize it anymore. It is important to be to walk in the freeness of the father. I'm telling you, because who wants to be out here bleeding on folk? All that negativity, spewing all that hate, spewing all that bitterness, spewing all that. No, it's time to be free and forgive and love. And move forward. My God, my God. But how do we forgive? Yeah, it's easy to say, yeah, forgive your trespasses. So God, it's easy to say it. But seriously, how do you forgive uh, in order for you to move forward? How how do you forgive? Uh, In that book, Dr. Tony Evans in in Detours, the book Detours, he said he talked about two types of of forgiveness. He said uh, unilateral forgiveness and transactional forgiveness. Unilateral forgiveness is like when you forgive someone who's not looking to be forgiven. Literally, they don't even care, don't even know they offended you. They may be totally oblivious the fact that they hurt you. Or they may be aware and they just that hard, hard-hearted that they don't care. You still have to forgive them even if they don't even, you know, uh, get it. That's that unilateral forgiveness. And it requires that freedom I was just talking about. Unilateral forgiveness requires that freedom and maturity. To knowing that, you know what, even though you, you don't realize what you did hurt me, even though you don't realize how you talked to me, how you treated me, 
almost destroyed me. Um, I forgive you. That's powerful. That is freedom there, y'all. That is a freedom. Once you're able to forgive someone who don't even receive it, don't even know that they hurt you, that's powerful. But that's what God does all the time. He is forgiving us even when we didn't realize we've sinned, even when we didn't realize we've trespassed. His grace is sufficient. It is huge. His grace is more than enough. And he is he is more than gracious. But I'm telling you, it's important for you to forgive. Let it go. I'm telling you. The second one is transactional forgiveness. Now, that transactional forgiveness he mentioned in his book is that is is, is where there is a sense of reconciliation. Uh, There's a heart to repent. Uh, There is an offense uh, that, you know, that happened in the, the opportunity for restoration and confession and correction has has happened. That's transactional forgiveness. And then that's the the picture perfect one where the person that has cussed you out, treat you, has made abuse you, uh, has finally uh, has been broken down and confessed like I'm wrong and I ask for your forgiveness. That is transactional forgiveness. And I'm telling you, there's freeness in that. Confronting that person who's hurt you and they have been able to have reconciliation. There is power in that. Loving that person that has hurt you. Loving that person that is, has, has broken you. And God is able to take that person in you and reconnect it and fix that, broken, broken, bro- that brokenness. That transactional forgiveness is, uh, is, is, is important. Unilateral, transactional. That covers it all right there. You can forgive some person who don't even is not even looking to be forgiven. Just forgive them, love them, say, okay, it's in God's hands. Then you can reconnect with that person and, and address it, reconcile, correct it, love on them. And there's a freedom in that. When you deal with that forgiveness, you can move forward. Aren't you ready to move forward? Jesus wants you to move forward. He, he wants you to be free from that weight. He wants you to finish the race. I know it's tough to forgive. <laughs> it's even tough to forget. The, 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 the scripture, the main scripture says, forget those things in the past and moving forward towards the prize of the high calling. It's hard to forgive and forget. But that's it's important to seek the seek the Lord where he may be found. Call him while he is near. I, I really, really, I'm really praying for you in this season here at St. Luke. As we are looking as a, 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 a corporate congregation moving forward together, I, I really wanted to deal with the individual because yeah, we can be all about the big numbers as pastors. Hey, everybody, in, but no, no, I'm speaking to that one. The power of one. That one person who is dealing with that weight of unforgiveness, who is watching this, this, this sermon and this message right now. You're holding back the tears like, I don't want to address my past. Yeah, I know it's messed up my present. I know I, 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 my future is not as bright as it, sh- as it could be if, because I'm not addressing it. You're looking at me like, stop talking to me. Leave me alone. I'm speaking to you. It's time to move forward. Let go of that weight. 
You have the unilateral forgiveness option. You have the transactional forgiveness option. But forgive. Let it go. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I will follow you forward. Thank you, Jesus. Because you make all things new. Yes, 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 Lord. You make all things new. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I will follow you forward, Father. How many are ready to follow God forward? Yes, it's time to move forward. I am moving forward. I am moving. I am pressing towards the mark. I am pressing towards the mark. I want to finish this race. It is time to move forward, family. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This is this is an opportunity. I want I want to do two prayers. One is for those who really have that weight in your heart, weight on your shoulders from something from your past that has affected your present and has held you back from your future. That's this this prayer is for you. I, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Said so Jesus. I love you. I thank you for loving me even in my shortcomings. Lord, open up my heart so I can receive your grace, your love, your forgiveness. I have a weight on my shoulders. And you have told me to let it go. So today, moving forward, I am letting go all the weights of my past. I'm ready to be made new and declare my freedom today in Jesus name. Amen. Yeah, that was for you. Your new day starts now. Your new season starts now. You ready to move forward? Now, this next prayer is for those who may not know this Christ, who are is seeking uh, to know who this God and this and, 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 and this this Father, who He is. He is Jesus Christ. God sent His only begotten Son to save you today. If you're here and you want to be saved. Repeat this prayer for me, with me. Come on, say it. Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me. I repent of all my wrongdoings. I acknowledge that you have died on the cross, and you have gotten up on the third day with all power in your hands. I now have freedom to say. That you are my Lord and Savior, and I have declared today that I am saved. I am saved, and I am saved. All right, y'all. If you have made that declaration today with me, you've said either prayers. Say something in the comments. Let us know that you have made that decision. You have said that prayer. If you would like to be a member of our church. If you like prayer and help us walk you through this journey, mention in the comments or even email us at info@saintlukegarland.org. At 
we would love to hear from you. We can't wait to hear from you. God loves you. We love you. We are ready to move forward. Yes, it's time to move forward. Hey, family, we pray that this word has encouraged and inspired you. And right where you are, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so that you can listen to the Word of God each and every single week. If you want to know more information about St. Luke Garland, or if you want to sew, please visit our website at stlukegarland.org. We'll see you next week.